are now listening to the Motivated Mama podcast. This is a community for parents that want to be authentically themselves while looking for judgment-free, genuine, and heartfelt parenting advice. We talk to other mothers and experts to get small, easy steps that we can take to help us accomplish our goals. Learn with me as we discover ways to break patterns of unproductive behavior repeated generation after generation in our families. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of The Motivated Mama with me, your host, Sydney Ross, The Motivated Mama. So today's episode is all about puberty. Um, And I entitled this episode, Puberty, We're All Going Through It, because it's literally something that does not only affect our child who is going through puberty, but if the whole household really it affects the parents it affects siblings um it affects school teachers so it's not just something that our child goes through it's something that we're all having to go through um and parents of multiples you're going through it multiple times so good times for us all so let's talk about it so i do have a daughter who is 10 years old She's going on 11. She'll be 11 this October. And puberty has been something that we began talking about, you know, around age eight, I believe. And it is very important to have these talks sooner than later. I like to say that we're all going through it because it can be a very nerve wracking thing as a parent. I feel like sometimes it can be difficult for us to convey the messages that need to be conveyed, it's more difficult for us than it is for the the child who's actually receiving it. But I don't want to discredit anybody's feelings. But I know for me as a parent, it was really difficult for me to introduce this, but I knew it was something that I wanted to talk about and I wanted it to be an open and comfortable conversation because I did not have that open and comfortable conversation um, with my parents. You know, puberty was a very weird time for me growing up. And I feel like many of us experienced that. Even my mom experienced that, which is part of the reason why she wasn't really able to give me a, a better experience or a more educated experience because she didn't have the experience at all. So my mother told me that she never had a period talk with her mother, that her mother just gave her a book, you know, like a health book, like a hefty, thick cover, like dictionary size health book, like over general health and just told her to read it. And that was her way of figuring it out. And when she received her first period. She was home alone and she was screaming bloody murder so much so to where the neighbor came over and was just like, oh, you just got your period. Here's some pads. Deal with it. You know, she didn't really have um, a pleasant experience with it. She didn't know what was happening. She didn't have a comfortable conversation with her mom, which led to us not really having you know, conversation about it either. You know, she tried, but it was very awkward. It wasn't very educated. It was just like kind of 
weird, you know, like when I was about like 11 or 12, it was more so like, oh, you're going to be a woman now. Oh, you know, it was kind of, it just made me feel very awkward and uncomfortable. So much to the point where I was just like, okay, we don't even have to do this because now you're just making me feel weird instead of helping me. So that's how it went for me. So I knew with my daughter, I wanted to give her a very open experience when it came to talking about puberty. And so far, I will pat myself on the back as a parent because I feel like I've been doing a really good job. Because now it's to the point where she talks about it openly. And it's not even a weird thing. Like I remember being a girl and it being weird for you to even discuss that around boys or around men. And, you know, I never discussed my period with my dad. Like that would have been even more worse than what it was with my mom. So I didn't even think, like I cringe at the thought of even discussing stuff like that with my dad. But this is something that she doesn't even care to just like openly talk about in front of my husband. So it is a very comfortable thing for her to discuss. And I'm very happy that she feels comfortable discussing the changes with her body because it's become so normalized. It's just like another bodily function. It's just as if she was telling us that she has a headache or her stomach hurts or something like that. Um, she, she discusses like, when am I going to get my period? What do I need to go through? Oh, such and such got their period at school. It's almost to the point where she, I think for a couple of times, she's like, I can't wait. And I'm like, uh, you're saying that now, but once it actually happens, you're going to be pissed and it's not going to go away for like 40 years. So cool your jets, hun. You, you want to wait as long as you possibly can. Um, but we did start having that talk around eight years old. I feel like for girls, that's a really good time because it used to be a time that you didn't get your period until you're almost a teenager, like tween, like 12, 13, 14 was like the prime age. But, you know, I've discovered that a lot of girls are starting to get their menstrual cycles a lot earlier. And that has to do with a lot of things. We live in a different world. We eat different foods. You know, the environment is different. Everything is changing. So everything's not going to remain the same when it comes to our health and our bodies. So that's something to discuss as well when you are having these talks. But let's get into these puberty talks. When we think about puberty talks, I feel like we highlight the girls and then we don't really highlight the boys. And I want to make sure that everybody's comfortable having these talks. So if you're going to have these talks with your daughters, we would like to say start these talks around eight years um, old. And then if you're going to have these talks with your son, when you have these talks, not if, when you have these talks with your boys, we see them start to develop and go through puberty starting around age 10, um, 9, 10. So, you know, give or take, you want to have these talks around these age range for girls and boys. So around eight to nine years old for everybody. Let's just do that. And what is puberty? puberty. So let's talk about it. When you are discussing this with your children, first you want to go over what puberty is. What does that mean? It's not your period. That's just a part of it. You know, that's the part that everybody highlights. What is puberty? So puberty is the process of your body changing from being a child to an adult. 
So that's easy, right? Your body's changing and it's making these changes so that way it can function as an adult body because you're growing and you're getting older. So your body has to process that and it takes time. So different things are going to be happening over time for both girls and boys. And those things are completely different from each of the two. But I would like to encourage you when you're having these discussions with your sons or with your daughters, do not exclude the other gender. And we don't want to exclude the other gender. Why? For one, we don't want them to feel like they're going through this alone or that this is something that is specifically, you know, created or something that they're specifically going through. This is something that all people, all genders, all races, all sexes, all sexuality types, they all go through this at this time. So everybody, nobody's excluded. You know, animals go through this. So (laughs) nobody's excluded. So you want them to have that sense that they're not alone when these these grand changes are happening to their bodies. Um, And you want them to help. You want it to help them understand what's going on with each other so that they know like, okay, this is what each other is dealing with. So even though we're going through completely different things, We're going through these changes at the same time, but this is what they're dealing with. So you want to educate them just so they know what their counterparts are having to go through as well. Um, It makes it less of a taboo subject. It makes it less weird, you know, to talk about it. You want to normalize it. Like I said, my daughter just comes in here talking about it all the time. So you want to do the same thing for your kids. You don't want to make it seem like it's a shush shush topic or it's something that's inappropriate. It's something that's very appropriate. It's your body. Your bodies are changing. So you don't want either gender, either sex to feel like this is something weird that we're not supposed to discuss. Because honestly, I feel like this is a time that would be helpful for them mentally if they had one another to lean on, if they understood that these are normal changes that we're all going through. Um, When they see it as a biological process, they are less inclined to see it as a joking subject. So a lot of times, especially for the boys, we want to share with our sons you know, what girls are going through, especially when it comes to their period, because growing up, and I'm sure girls go through it today, where boys will joke. And, and, you know, boys can be so immature. You know, girls mature at a very, very much quicker rate than boys, but boys are already very immature. But we don't want our daughters to feel even more uncomfortable with what's going on because your son is making inappropriate jokes. Um, So when we discuss this with our sons and we discuss that everybody's going through these types of changes, they have more empathy for their female um, peers and they are more likely to be of help to them versus, um, you know, a pest. You don't want them to be joking and playing when somebody's already uncomfortable during this time, most likely anyway. Um, For boys also, later in life, it'll help them be more understanding of women during their cycle. So they'll know, you know, how to be more caring and helpful during those times. Um, 
And these subjects are going to come up anyway. So everybody should know what's going on with everybody at the end of it. So, you know, once it comes down to having these talks, what are some ways that can make these talks easier? One, shared experiences, I feel like make it easy. So, you know, my mom shared with me her experience that she went through, which allowed me to have a lot more empathy for her. And then I share with my daughter my experience and why I'm so open with her about it. And, you know, this may be an experience that she gets to pass down and share with her daughter as well. So I kind of feel like I broke that cycle of like awkwardness and weirdness and made it more comfortable. So hopefully moving forward in life for future generations, it'll be the same um, when it comes to my daughter having these talks or, you know, whatever the case may be. Um, But I feel like sharing your experiences and letting them know like, hey, this is something that I went through, through, through as well. And this is how I dealt with it. This is what it felt like for me. These are the emotions that I had during this time. These were the fears that I had during this time. Um, And this is how I got through it. And this is how it became normal. And this is how I handle it now because many of us as moms, puberty for us yeah we stopped going through puberty we never stopped getting our period for a long time like well into motherhood so it's something that we can continue to have a discussion about that we're going through together you know so another good thing that is pinterest is a parent's best friend if you are a parent without a pinterest oh my gosh i don't know how you're surviving. I couldn't survive without Pinterest. But Pinterest has so many resources on how to have these discussions. Like literally you could go to Pinterest, type in puberty and find a million articles and topics that tell you word from word what type of conversation and what to say and how to say it to your kids when it comes to this topic. So if you grew up like me or had an experience similar to mine where everything was weird and awkward or you didn't really even have a talk about these types of things, you know, always use your researches. I mean, your resources, Google that shit, go on Pinterest, look up some stuff, but there are plenty of books as well. So I'm going to actually, um, tag the links to these different books in the show notes. And I have books um, that I've looked up that you can share with your sons as well. But the books that I have currently here with me are the ones that I've been using when it comes to my daughter. So the first book that I have is called Celebrate Your Body. And it's it's called The Ultimate Puberty Book for Girls. And I really like this particular book celebrate your body because not only does it go over like puberty and everything that comes with puberty but it goes over like empowering you as a woman or as a girl letting you know that nobody's body is the same some people have curves that other people don't some people have body hair that other people don't some people have you know everybody has these different features right but it's about celebrating and feeling beautiful in your skin because no matter what your body looks like, you're still beautiful. You're still amazing. You're still this great human being. So I really like this book because it's very empowering for girls as well. 
And then also on the inside, it goes through like the table of contents. It's like the fabulous you. So that's the very first chapter. It's called Fabulous You. And it talks about, you know, being an individual and being amazing for who you are and you're capable of great things and you're confident, you know, it's just very empowering. And I feel like that is something that is an amazing way to start this type of thing, you know, making sure that, you know, minus uh, puberty, making sure that you're comfortable and happy in who you are is the ultimate goal. So, you know, this is already, you're about to go into this awkward time where you feel weird, you feel funky, everything's changing, you don't know how to handle it, but it starts off making you just genuinely feel good about yourself for who you are, minus all the extra stuff that's going on. So I really think that's important. Um, And then it goes into, you know, your change in body, it goes into your breast and how to use a bra It goes into, you know, like body hair and everything that's going on below the belly button. And it goes into your period talks. It goes into your health and wellness, fueling your body, good foods to eat. It goes through emotions and your friendships. It goes through your family and, you know, safe spaces. So I think this is just, you know, an overall good book to go by it has really great illustrations in here that goes over you know like what does your reproductive system even look like and you know different types of bras that you can wear and you know different ways to take care of yourself you know wearing deodorant how to take care of your general uh, hygiene so this is a really great just well-rounded book. It tells you how to deal with your mental health. It tells you about emotional ups and downs and, you know, how to handle your your mental health. So how to meditate, how to journal, how to talk to people, when to go talk to, you know, a specialist. So it's just, this is an awesome book. So this is called Celebrate Your Body by Sonia Renee Taylor. So this is a great one. Another one that my daughter really likes is called Own Your Period by Sheila Quint or Chella Quint. Um, But it's all about period positivity. So it's all about making sure that it just lifts it up. It makes it not such a bad thing. And this one too has like really great illustrations. Every page is like, bright and colorful and it is very like eye-opening and it just makes you feel good and it talks about like what what does your period feel like what does that look like and how to chart your cycle and you know all about all the different things that goes on and how to ask for help if you don't have what you need if you come on your period in public and you don't have what you need How do you ask for that? So I feel like that is so important. So this is a really good one too. I know American Girl has a book that everybody raves over. um, And that one I believe is called the, I think it's the Care and Keeping of You, the body book for girls. But there are also puberty books for boys. So 
we see the ones it's called one is called sex puberty and all that stuff another one is called guys guy stuff um and it's the body book for boys so there are lots of puberty books for boys too so i will be posting links and personally, you guys, when you have these books, what my daughter and I do is we read it together. So we take each chapter and she reads a page and I read a page and we read it together. So it's a connecting and bonding time for us. And sometimes these books say things a lot better and easier than what we're able to. So I feel like having these as a guide is very important and it makes everything so much easier and it helps it flow better. And sometimes there's things that we may forget to go over. Like I said, like when this book just talks about the first page is empowering you and making you feel good about your body. Many of us would probably, if we didn't have this guide, would just go straight into this is your period, this is what it what it feels like, and this is what you do. We're we're probably not gonna go in depth as much. And I feel like that helps them better understand is when they have, you know, those more in-depth, you know, information to help them out during this time. So I highly recommend getting one of these books to follow along with because it's just going to be such a huge help and make everything easier and more comfortable. And now I'm going to talk about the parenting aspect of it. Um, When I say that we're all going through it, I feel like it's very important for us to remember. And it's very important for us to empathize during this time. So many times, you know, as a parent, I see on other parenting pages where we're so ready to crush and down our tweens and our teenagers because they have these bad attitudes or because, you know, they're rude or whatever. But we're really not empathizing with them in the time that they're currently going through. We're not really paying attention that to the fact that some of these emotions and things that they're feeling are just uncontrollable we're adult women and we PMS, you know, I'm pregnant right now and I'm dealing with a million hormones and my attitude can be really funky some days. And I'll take it out on whoever is just there. Like whoever can get it, can get it because you just genuinely cannot help it when you're overcome with all of these hormones and emotions. So sometimes I feel like we really need to put ourselves back into our 13 and 14 and 15 and 16 year old selves and remember what that was like and remember how that felt and remember that, you know, you're going through so much. I feel like we don't realize that not only are our children are dealing with the freaking world around them and all the negativity and all around them and all the pressures of the world and all the pressures from their peers And then on top of that, they have all of this stuff going on with their bodies that they're having to deal with. And all of these changes that are happening so fast, like so rapidly, that's overwhelming. And that's a lot. And sometimes we can be selfish in those moments, right? 
we can get overwhelmed too because we're dealing with the world, but we forget that our kids are dealing with these major changes that they've never gone through before. So maybe we need to go through those changes with them. We need to remember to have empathy during those times and to be as supportive as possible and to let them lean on us. And you know, when our daughters are going through this, when they're getting their periods or, you know, whatever's going on, just be nice. Make them tea. Give them a heating pad. Bring them chocolate. Do all of those sweet things that you want done for you during that time. Do that for them. And when it comes to our boys, we need to empathize with them as well. And I feel like that's why it's so important for them to have their dads around um, to help explain, you know, these things that they're going through too, because they're going through puberty too. And it's a weird time for them as well. So just making them all comfortable during this time and having as much empathy and care as we possibly can. You know, I know it's overwhelming. I can only imagine, you know, middle school teachers because Jesus, they have a hundred kids that they see a day who's all going through this stuff. So just imagine how they feel. So, you know, just remember as from a parenting aspect to just have care and put yourself back in their shoes because you was there at one point. So, you know, these discussions are difficult. They they are hard. They can feel awkward, but it doesn't have to be that. Make it simple. Grab an article, check out one of these books, buy these books. I'm going to post some links in the show notes. So that way you have several different resources. Um, one of those links is going to be to all of the different books that we have that talk about puberty. Um, Another one of those links is going to be how to talk to your sons about the different changes that girls are going through. So that way they can help girls feel more comfortable. And so that way they won't be weird boys who are messing and making jokes with girls. Um, (laughs) And then another one of those links is just going to be how to have these discussions with your kids in general, just to try to make it a little bit easier. So thank you so much for listening to another episode of The Motivated Mama. Be sure to like and share our podcast with all your friends and family. So that way they have another tool for their parenting toolbox. And until next time, thanks again from The Motivated Mama. If you want to submit a question or if you want to be on the show, message me at contact at momamapodcast.com. That's M-O-M-A-M-A podcast.com. Please tell all the moms you know about the podcast, our Facebook group, YouTube channel, and community events. Your recommendation helps our show grow. Please rate and review us wherever you listen to our podcast.